Hi friends, Erica here, and I wanted to let you know that today's episode is sponsored by my friends over at YM Dental Lab. They are offering two free zirconia crowns for all new customers. Check them out at ymdentallaboratory.com for more information. Now, on with the show. Have you ever wondered how your billing department is really performing? In today's episode, I'm going to invite you into a Zoom recording that I did for the website and I talk about a billing department analysis. This is the typical analysis that we do when we break down a billing department's performance. Now, I want you to keep in mind that this is not a reflection of an individual biller's performance. I want you to think about a dental practice in terms of a business as a whole, and then I want you to think about the departments within that business. You would have your scheduling department, you would have your sales department, you would have your clinical department, and you have a billing department. I am not speaking about billing patients and co-payments and things like that. I'm not talking about patient balances. I'm talking about insurance billing performance. We're going to talk about days in AR. We're going to talk about what a healthy account receivable looks like and so much more. So listen in as we dissect a billing department And I also want to warn you, the audio is not great. Bear with me. It's not horrible, but it's not necessarily up to my standards. So I hope you enjoy this episode about billing department performance. Friends, I wanted to take this opportunity since we've had some questions around what a dental billing department analysis looks like. This is what it looks like, and I'm going to go over it with you. This is a free analysis. This is something that we offer to potential clients to make sure that A, there's enough opportunity to justify the investment. And B, just to kind of take a look around as to how your billing department is performing overall. Now, uh, before we get going into breaking down what all these numbers mean, I do want to also say this is not a reflection of biller performance. This is top level like dental billing department performance overall. And so for those of you that are watching this that are billers, and you are interested in learning how your billing department is performing. However, you might be a little nervous because, uh, you know, we've heard things like, I don't want my doctor to know where I'm leaving, you know, missed opportunity on the table. I don't want my doctor to know that I am not doing a great job. This has nothing to do with your personal performance. This has everything to do with departmental performance. So the way I like to put this into perspective is as a business, uh, we'll just say a dental office, we have different, different departments. And in a dental office, those departments are represented in the different hats that we wear. So for those of you that are working in the front and you wear different hats, think about those hats as departments. And each department 
has performance indicators. So there are ways for business owners to determine whether or not their scheduling department is doing well. Not necessarily the schedulers, but the scheduling department overall. The sales department, which is more commonly known as case acceptance department, the clinical department. So every department has indications that it's either doing well or it's not performing well. And so this is not a reflection of how a individual biller is doing. All right. So now that I got that out of the way, okay, we are ready to dive into what all of this means. So let's take a look here at the codes that we have here. So I want to point out that typically profies are the number one code or procedure in a dental practice by quantity. So this is not um, by revenue, this is by quantity. So being that that is the number one procedure that we are utilizing in the practice, we want to make sure that we're capturing um, or maximizing on those profi interactions because what I see a lot of offices do is I see them just bill for a profi. Sometimes we'll have profi and recall build, which is why re recall is typically number two when you're talking about the makeup of a procedure profile. And we want to expand on our number one interaction with our patients. And so let's talk about that for a second. So here we have uh, this fictitious practice. And by the way, you guys, these numbers are made up of an average of our clients' results. So this is not reflecting a particular client. This is just, we took all the numbers and we averaged them out. And this is what we came up with. So Profi in this office, we did 2,526 Profis over the last year. And our average reimbursement was $84.72. Our current UCR fee is $125, but the suggested 80th percentile is $130. Now, for those of you that have different opinions about UCR fee percentile positioning, please don't come at me. There is a method to my madness, and I do realize that there are different ways and different ideas around positioning your UCR fees. I understand that. Today is not the day that we are going to have that discussion. However, we are going to have that discussion. I'm going to talk about my belief and my method behind helping my clients understand where their UCR fees should be positioned. And I will let you talk about your position. So we'll talk about that in a future conversation. So let's not get into that right now. Okay. Profi being the number one procedure code in most practices. Let's just assume that this, this office has several direct contracts with insurance companies and they plan on keeping it that way. They could be losing money because they're fees, their UCR fees are not positioned in the correct percentile. So for this practice, they are in the 72nd percentile for their zip code. We'd want to bump that up to the 80th percentile. Chances are, my friends, that when your UCR fees are on the lower side, so this practice for recall is in the 55th percentile for the zip code, Profi 72nd percentile for the zip code, and you know we see 30th, 54th, you know our crowns are in the 54th percentile for our zip code. Friends, 
we want to make sure that we have our UCR fees positioned at the 80th percentile when it is appropriate. Okay. And again, there are several schools of thought around this. We're all saying the same thing. We're just saying it different. That's what it boils down to. All right. So A, the quantity for the procedures that make up the majority of the practice income have been identified. In this case, we only did about 10. We identified the average fee. Where is your current UCR fee positioned? And we have it right here. And this little guy right here where it says current usage, this is going to blow your mind. All right. So earlier I said profies make up the number one procedure for most dental practices. And there are various types of profi interactions that we are having with our patients. Now, the most powerful and the most commonly overlooked, under-coded, under-billed, uh, under-reimbursed, all of the unders, guys, is going to be the limited scaling and replanning in conjunction with the profi. Now, I know I'm going to have a lot of hygienists that are going to have questions. I know this because over the weekends, after hours, I get phone calls. I get the direct messages. I get the questions. How is it possible to bill limited scaling and route planning and a profi same day? I've been doing this for years. We've never been reimbursed for it, or it doesn't always get reimbursed. Or what I hear more commonly is, hey, that doesn't work. My biller has been with me for 20 years and she said it doesn't work. So it doesn't work. Well, I'm here to tell you that, yes, it does. And most of our clients will get to about a 40% usage of this combo. And you can see here, patients coming in for Profi, as the patient is in the chair, we identify one little area that needs to be, that needs to get limited scaling and root planning, uh, limited SRPs. And if 40% of our profis needed one area of limited SRPs based on our average reimbursement for the limited scaling and route planning in addition to the payment of a profi, we would be looking at a $99,000 on average increase. Now, this is these are all projections because again, I can't predict what your practice will do in the end. We have offices that start off at 6% usage and they cap out at 34%. I have an office who's doing their very best and they're capping out at 28% usage of that code. Uh, I have offices that get as high as 70% usage of this combo. It just depends on your area. It depends on a lot of things. But for those of you that believe that this combo does not work, there is strategy that we need to have around this combo. And it's not always going to get paid, but uh, you know, we want to be prepared for when it is not going to be paid on the same date of service. And so I have those workflows and we give those workflows to our hidden profits clients. We train their team and this combo in of itself is a game changer. If you're interested in learning how you are performing in terms of your coding strategy, coding is where the money's at, my friends. I want to also add to that. In no way, shape, or form do I condone or do I promote any type of creative coding. 
That is not what we're doing here. What we are doing is, is helping you get paid for things that you're already doing. I have yet to meet with an office that says, no, we never do limited scaling and root planning during a profi. Or, you know, we have very little of that. But, you know, when you look at the documentation, when I remote into their office and I actually take a look at their documentation, they're documenting bloody profies. So uh, don't document a bloody profi, y'all. Get paid for doing what you are doing. I know you're treating those areas. Get paid for it. You know, those are the things that we leave on the table because of the things that we don't know that we don't know. Be very careful with how you are coding things. Don't take things like this video and think that you're going to run with it. There is strategy around the, this combo. The other types of profi interactions that we've identified are things like, um, how about when a patient comes in with a partial denture and we do a profi, we also clean the partial, but guess what we don't bill for? We don't bill for cleaning the partial and you guys, we can get paid for that. So again, strategy is everything. Your billing department needs strategy. Otherwise, what's going to happen is you are going to become a victim of being dependent on an individual and their skill set. We want to set our billing departments up so that no matter who we have in the billing chair, we are in control of our business. And so streamlining creating coding bundles, workflows, all of the things that allow us to have more predictability in our billing department are beautiful. I mean, it just works so well. All right. So the last area that we go over in um, our preliminary audit, you guys, this is a lot of information for free. You know, we're going to tell you exactly how you're performing. And I don't hold back to understand how your billing department works and is performing. You guys, I don't hold back. Whether you decide to move forward with us, I really enjoy working with individuals who want to do better. So I promise you will walk away from that free analysis with some valuable information that you're going to be able to implement in real time. I really enjoy working with teams. And so with that being said, let's go into the last part of this preliminary audit. That is going to be our insurance account receivables. So again, insurance account receivables, this is not the overall account receivables, but this office has a 22 page insurance account receivable report. This is red flag city. So we have a term in the billing department that we call days in AR. So this essentially means how long is it taking your claims to get paid? Drum roll. Uh, it is taking this office 36 days to get their claims paid. Now, the benchmark for that is 10 to 15 days. We're going to need to work with this office and implement strategy and strategy to get this office down to 10 or less days in claim payment. And yes, it is possible. I have offices that, you know, you submit on a Monday and payment is in by Thursday. So um, we do share those strategies with our clients. And it is a beautiful thing when you start to see your days in AR just drop. Let's go over here. Our zero to 30 day column should always be our heaviest column. However, there is a caveat to that. So this zero to 30 day column, though it is uh, the heaviest column, should be performing at 92% or better. And we're at 49. And 
I want to show something to you. So this is directly correlated with the days in AR. So you see, because it's taking us a little bit longer, a lot longer to get paid than an average office, our zero to 30 day column is suffering. Uh, so let's go down to the 61 to 90 day column. And in this column, I don't like this column to be heavier than 5% of all of the money owed, insurance money owed to the practice. So I want to go back and emphasize that this is insurance money. So 61 to 90 day column, I don't want to see that heavier than 5% of all of the money owed, insurance money owed to the practice. Oh my God, you guys, I hope you have as much fun with this as I do. Um, so the 90 plus day column, this should not be greater than 3% of all of the insurance money owed to the practice. And this office is at 24%. So lastly, the final area that we check for you, because this is where we find in the hygiene department, um, anything related to perio typically is the greatest opportunity in terms of coding and billing left on the table because we are either not documenting for perio procedures that we're doing, we are, you know, not coding for it. So our clinicians don't know how to document. Um, maybe our coder, our billers don't understand how to code uh, with strategy and they don't understand how to use certain uh, subsets of codes that can help boost our collections. But in any case, we like to see that our perio performance percentage is at a 60% or greater number. And this office, a perio performance percentage is uh, functioning at a 9.72%. So there's a ton of work that we have to do all related to billing. And once we streamline the billing department, you guys, naturally, we're already doing these things. We're just going to strategize and we're going to work smarter, not harder. We're going to monitor our perio performance percentage. We are going to create workflows around all of you know, the new coding bundles and certainly pay more attention to the different types of profi interactions that we are having with our patients, because by quantity, once again, profi is our number one performing procedure. So I hope that that gives you some insight into what we do here at Hidden Dental Profit. This is a part of our signature program, Hidden Profits. And we have helped offices all over the country. Um, this is a free analysis. For us, we like to start here rather than jumping into a contract because not all offices are a good fit for this program. So if you're interested in learning more about uh, receiving a free billing department analysis, feel free to message me or, you know, leave a comment below. I would love to hear from you. And, you know, my goal is to help as many dental practices streamline their billing department. Whether you are using a third party billing company, you still need this because coding is where the money's at and a third party billing company should never be coding for you. So two things, if you keep your billing in-house, this is for you. If you, if you send your claims on out to a third-party billing company, 
then this program is also for you. So feel free to hit me up and let's jump on a call. Let's go, go through your numbers and see what you are leaving on the table. I am going to wish everybody a happy, happy Monday. Today is Monday, August 9th. And I will see you soon, hopefully in a billing department analysis. Okay, my friends, that's going to wrap up today's episode on the Dental Billing Podcast. I can't wait until the next episode, and I hope that you join me. Until then, take care. Okay, my friends, that's going to wrap up today's episode on the Dental Billing Podcast. I can't wait until the next episode, and I hope that you join me. Until then, take care. Thank you.